Chapter 5 Lily saw Dee along the road again the next time she escaped for a walk. This time he stood surveying the field, leaning on a shovel. Well, well, if it isn't Little Miss Walking Accident, he said as she approached. Lily forced a smile. That's me, she said without breaking pace. What's your big hurry? Dee asked. Stop and talk a minute. We never really finished our conversation about the field. Lily raised her eyebrows. Were we having a conversation about the field? Not exactly, I suppose, Dee said, but that's only because you took off when I asked you about it. You know, right after you practically ran me over. I really am sorry about that, Lily said, heat warming her cheeks. I don't know much about the field, though, except for the king's edict not to enter it. Do you ever wonder why the king gave that edict? Dee asked. Lily had mulled over the purpose of the edict many times, but she was uncomfortable vocalizing her curiosity. Something about it felt wrong. No, she said. Who am I to question the king? Dee scoffed. <laughs> Who are you not to question the king? Lily shrugged, unwilling to engage him. Dee's shoulders slumped. I guess you're not the thinker I had hoped you were, he said. What exactly do you think about on your walks? Rainbows? Butterflies? Flowers? You don't know anything about me, Lily retorted. She turned to walk away. You're afraid, Dee said, snapping his fingers. The field scares you. Lily wheeled back around. Afraid? You really think that's it? I'm not afraid, okay? I hate the field. Dee looked taken aback, and Lily realized she had been shouting. She took several deep breaths before continuing more softly. Look, she said, all my life my parents and village elders have been telling me to stay away from the field because it's supposed to be dangerous and I will get hurt. In a village where I used to live, I saw an elder stumbling out of the field one morning, and when I told people about what I saw, he accused me of being a liar. People didn't realize he was the liar until he disappeared into the field for good. Even my own parents didn't believe me. Lily didn't know why she was telling a complete stranger this. She hadn't talked about it in years, but she found the words escaping her mouth before she could hold them back. Dee grimaced. I'm sorry, kid. Humans are animals, especially the ones in power. Lily kicked at the gravel and shrugged. I guess. All I know is that village is a ghost town now. Dee rubbed his jaw. I didn't realize what you'd been through. I'm sorry. Whatever, Lily said. That was years ago now. It doesn't matter anymore. It always matters, Dee said. It's a part of who you are and it always will be. Lily didn't know how to respond to this. I wonder, Dee started but hesitated. What? Lily asked. Dee shook his head. Never mind. This issue is too sensitive for you. I don't want to push you past the point where you're comfortable. I'm pretty sure I can handle anything, Lily said. Dee smirked. I didn't mean to insinuate you couldn't. I just don't want to raise negative emotions in you. Lily jutted out her chin. Try me.
Well, Dee said, you seem to be operating under the assumption that the field is evil. That's because it is. What makes you say that? The field hurts people? How do you know? Dee asked. It's a dump, Lily said. There's trash everywhere, rusted metal, broken glass. If you step out there, your feet could get torn up. Dee squinted at the field. I would think that should be easy to avoid if you just watch where you're going. Lily shrugged. I guess. How do you think the other young people in your village manage it at night without getting hurt? Dee asked. That others from her village went into the field that night was news to Lily, and she backed away from Dee. What? she asked. I would have thought you knew, Dee said. Obviously not, Lily said. She studied the field for a few moments, her eyes growing steely. Who comes here at night? Oh, you know, the popular crowd, Dee said. Delilah, Mariah, Hezekiah. He continued, ticking off a finger with each name. He paused. Oh, and Solomon. Solomon's my brother, Lily said. You asked, kid, Dee answered. Who's been coming is not the point, though. The point is that all of them have gone into the field multiple times and haven't been hurt. What about the king's edict? Lily asked. The king? Dee scoffed. Kid, you've got to ask yourself why the king would issue a pointless edict. If you're not going to get hurt, why does the king say you will? I, I don't, I'm not sure, she admitted. I'll tell you, Dee said. He's afraid. Afraid? Lily asked. The king? He's powerful and owns everything. What does he have to be afraid of? He's afraid of you, Lily, Dee said. He's afraid of how powerful the field will make you. Lily raised her eyebrows. How will the field make me powerful? I'm not sure I should tell you, Dee said, squinting out at the field. Some consider it treason. Lily folded her arms over her chest. Why bring it up at all, then? I used to work for the king, Dee said. I learned the ugly truth about his character while I was deep in his service. And what exactly is that? Dee pulled a piece of parchment out of his robe and handed it to Lily. The king has a secret. Lily unfolded the parchment and studied the faded markings on it. It's a map of the field. Dee nodded. The king has buried treasure deep in the field. He traced a trail of dashes to the middle of the field on the map. Why would he do that? Lily asked, frowning. Dee shrugged. He knows how independent it can make people. They won't need him anymore. He's manipulating everyone into staying in their little homes and their quaint villages under his control. He wants to keep people dependent. Lily bit her lip. Kid, if we find it, there's enough for every person in the kingdom to have a palace like that. Dee pointed to the king's palace in the distance. So what are you going to do? I'm going to find the treasure and give it to the people, Dee said. Isn't that stealing? Depends on how you look at it, Dee replied. The king isn't using it, just hoarding. I call it sharing. 
Call it what you want, Lily said, but if one of the king's ambassadors find out, you'll be imprisoned for treason. Who's going to tell the king's ambassadors? Lily contemplated this. You know, I could use someone like you, Dee said. For what? To help me find the treasure. Is that what the others are doing, Lily asked? Helping you find the treasure? Dee shook his head. They started out helping me, but now it's just a game to them. I don't waste my time with them anymore. He paused and smiled at Lily. On the other hand, you have potential. Lily was surprised. No one had ever told her that she had potential. She almost didn't believe him. Look, Dee said, I'm going to shoot straight with you. If you are serious about finding treasure, you have to be willing to commit to the journey into the field. You have to be willing to sacrifice. Lily didn't immediately respond, but she turned Dee's offer over in her mind. I don't know, she said. I need to think about it. Dee held up his hands. Okay, but don't take too long. My offer won't stand forever. Moments may have passed, or maybe hours, as Lily looked out over the field, so vast and free compared to the world she lived in. Finally, long after Dee had left her, she uttered one word to the stillness. Yes. Chapter 6 Lily had to see for herself. That was why she was awake and waiting as Solomon crept out into the hallway and slowly pulled his bedroom door shut a little after midnight. He was so intent on not making any noise that he completely missed her figure silhouetted against the window. "'Where are you going, Sol?' she asked, putting her hands on her hips. Solomon jumped and his head shot up. "'Raffy, Lily, what are you doing up?' "'That's funny,' she said. "'I was just going to ask you the same thing.' "'It's not any of your business,' Solomon said. "'Go to bed.' Lily crossed her arms. "'Don't tell me what to do.' "'Whatever,' Solomon said, continuing down the stairs. "'I don't have time for this.' "'Wait,' Lily said, and Solomon paused. "'I know you're going to the field.' Solomon spun around. "'Lily, you don't know what you're talking about.' Lily stepped forward. "'Yeah? Then how do I know you're meeting Delilah and Hezekiah and Mariah for a treasure hunt in the field?' "'I don't know who you've been talking to,' Solomon said. "'But that's not what's going on, so don't go spreading it around. "'And keep your mouth shut with father and mother.' Lily rolled her eyes. Oh, sure, soul. Whatever you say. Delilah hopped nervously from one foot to another. Where was Solomon? He should have been here by now. She glanced at Mariah and Hezekiah. They seemed unperturbed as they leaned against the oak tree. Finally, she saw Solomon's shape emerge in the darkness as he moved stealthily up the road toward them. She exhaled and the tension in her stomach melted. What took you so long? She snapped when Solomon was within earshot. We've been waiting forever. Sorry, Solomon said. Lily was up and I had to shake her. Was she suspicious? Mariah asked. Of course she was suspicious, Solomon answered. But she doesn't know much and she won't tell anyone. Delilah saw an opportunity. Maybe she's old enough to know the truth, she said, picking up her shovel and lantern. The others followed suit. Solomon scoffed. <laughs> Trust me, little Miss Goody Goody will never be able to handle the field. Delilah shrugged. If you say so. She paused. Maybe if we were to include her, she won't tell anyone. Just leave her out of it, okay? Solomon said. 
Delilah sighed. Obviously, Solomon was not the way to win Lily. I agree, Hezekiah said. This whole thing, he waved at the field, would destroy Lily. Mariah nodded. The fewer people who know, the better. The three of them stared pointedly at Delilah. She raised her hands. Okay, okay, Lily is out. She winked mischievously. You amateurs ready to do this? Chapter 7 I knew you would be strong enough, Dee said. This is a very mature decision. Lily surveyed the field. Ready for your first step, Dee asked. Lily hesitated, suddenly unsure. A few minutes later, she took a deep breath. I'm ready. Exhaling, she put her bare right foot into the soil of the field. Nothing. She put her left foot in. Nothing. She took several steps forward, cautiously mindful of hidden trash. Nothing. She glanced back at Dee, who smiled encouragingly from the edge of the field. Suddenly, her right foot caught on a coil of barbed wire and she pitched forward, landing flat on her face. As she rolled over and sat up, Lily noticed her foot was scratched and bleeding. Her knee was also torn up from a shard of glass poking out of the dirt. She groaned. Get up. Dee had materialized at Lily's side, and his voice was so low and menacing it frightened her. Lily stood obediently. Do you have anything to clean out these cuts? Dee sneered. Oh, yes. I carry a healing kit around with me. But they'll get infected, Lily said. Infection will make your body stronger, Dee said. That's not right, Lily said, backing away. Dee grabbed her arm. Kid, you've been saturated with lies your entire life. With me, you have a unique opportunity to experience truth. Yes, there's pain involved, but I warned you about the sacrifice. Stick with it, and the further you go, the less pain you'll feel. I don't want to go further, Lily said, hating the whimper in her own voice. I want to go home. Do you know what they'll do to you in your village when they find out you've been in the field? Dee said. They'll reject you, shun you, ignore you. You're damaged to them. You can't come back from this. It will always be part of you. Lily shook her head adamantly. You're wrong. They'll respect my honesty. They'll help me heal. She turned to walk out of the field. You're weak, Dee shouted after her. You're nothing and you always will be. Lily squeezed back tears and stepped onto the road, ignoring him. Lily sobbed as she stumbled back into her village. Her wounds stung, but her failure burdened her more. She hated herself for having disappointed Dee, the one person who believed in her and had answered her deepest questions. She hadn't even been able to meet his expectations, simple and effortless as they were. She was disgusted at her own weakness. Lily! Lily turned around to see Delilah and Mariah walking toward her. Um, hey, she said, slightly turning away to quickly rub away her tears. Mariah frowned. What's wrong? Lily met Mariah's eyes. I've been in the field. Do you have anything to clean this up? She indicated her torn leg. Look, Lily, you can't just talk about going into the field, Mariah hissed. Lily was taken aback. But you... It's fine, Delilah said. I've got this, she told Mariah. Turning to Lily, she said, 
Unfortunately, Mariah is right. You can't talk about the field. It will only make people angry. Lily felt helpless and defeated. When you get home, rinse your cuts and bandage them up, Delilah said. If your father and mother ask, make something up. Got it, Lily replied, averting her gaze. And Lily, Delilah continued, don't go into the field by yourself again. She leaned in and lowered her voice. Come with us when we go at night. There's strength in numbers and we can help. Thanks for the offer, Lily said, but I'm not going back. And with that, she hobbled away. Aren't you worried Solomon is going to be mad? Mariah asked after Lily had left. Mad about what? Delilah said. You just invited Lily to join us in the field, Mariah answered, when Solomon asked us to leave her out of it. Solomon will be thanking me when he finds out she's been in on her own, Delilah said, but she had no confidence in her own words. Besides, she'll make a great addition to our team, don't you think? What makes you think she'll come? Mariah asked, evidently not believing Delilah's words either. Delilah smirked. Oh, you know how it is with the field. Once you know about the treasure, you can't stay away. Chapter 9 Delilah staggered into the kitchen, tracking blood over the tile. She'd caught her foot on a piece of glass during her excursion in the field last night. She was surprised to see her father sitting at the table, drinking a steaming mug of coffee as Hazel bustled around preparing dinner. She had not expected him to be home today, and she wasn't sure she could pull this off with him here. Her father's face broke into a wide smile. Delilah! Hello, father, she said, forcing a smile to hide her anxiety. Of course, Hazel's eyes were immediately drawn to the blood. Not again, she said. I hope you haven't gotten blood all over my clean floors. Delilah grimaced, averting her gaze. No matter how much I admonish this child to watch where she's going, she comes home like this, Hazel said to Delilah's father. Delilah rolled her eyes. She was hardly a child. What happened? her father asked. Delilah shrugged casually, walking over to the sink. Stuck it on a piece of glass, she said. It happens all the time. Her father rose to help her, but Delilah waved him away. You need to be more careful, he said. I know, father, she said, hoisting her leg to pump water over her foot in the basin. Sometimes I just get wrapped up in my thoughts, you know? Her father came and kissed her cheek. Of course. Just be careful. You're the only daughter I've got. Delilah squeezed her eyes shut as her foot stung in the water, but she was relieved. Once again, she'd gotten away with her excursions into the field. Chapter 10 What happened to your knee? Lily's mother screeched. Lily flinched. She sat straddling the bathing basin, running cold water over her bloody leg. I only fell, mother, Lily said, avoiding her eyes. Carmen saw you earlier, her mother said. Do you know what she's been telling people about you? She paused. She says you've been in the field. Lily splashed water over her leg more intently. Have you been in the field? asked her mother. When Lily didn't answer, she waved her hands furiously. I should drag you before the elders. In fact, she jabbed an admonitory finger in Lily's direction. The next time you come home with any scrapes, that's exactly what I'm going to do. They can deal with you. With those words, she stormed out of the room. 
All at once, Lily's head and shoulders lost their strength, and her head toppled into her lap. Her body convulsed with silent sobs as the pump sputtered out water. Dee had been right. Nobody wanted anything to do with her now that she'd been in the field. Not her friends, who frequented the field themselves, and certainly not her own mother. The only person who knew she'd been in the field and still accepted her was Dee.